Hello, lovers of Japanese role-playing games or just RPGs in general. This is the JRPG Report. My name is James Fisher. We are currently on episode 56. Hard to believe we've been at it for that long. And uh, for those of you who have been here from the beginning, a huge, huge thank you. But if this is your first time tuning in, a huge thank you and welcome as well. We don't have a ton of news to talk about today or uh, this week. Um, We are trying to make this a weekly thing. Um, (laughs) Weeks like this make it a little more difficult where there's not a lot of news to talk about, but I think I've got something we can kind of chat about uh, for a bit at the end. Uh, First and foremost, uh, Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel is uh, phenomenal and uh, Hopefully you are enjoying it as well right now. I'm currently up to chapter three. Uh, my group just got to the Nord Highlands and uh, getting to explore that wilderness on horseback is always really cool. Um, if you're on the fence about this game and uh, want to see it firsthand, I have live streamed uh, from moment one. Uh, Every every night that I've gotten a chance to, uh, you can check out the JRPG Report uh, YouTube page and see all the previous live streams. I kind of break it down by chapter and, and what event was going on at the time so you can easily access um, something you want to check out. And It's uh, it's not just all fighting. It's not all story. Um, I, you know, people compare it to Persona with... Uh, with the school and the day setting, but persona is an everyday, uh, experience, you know, for a few months, this skips around a lot. Um, you've got a free day, you know, once every month, you've got a field day for a trip somewhere once every month. And by and large, that's really the, the big events for the month. It's, it's not like, okay, it's Tuesday and I got to go do these tasks and <laughs> don't want to go to the Dutch or not. It, it lays, it has that, it is very much, you know, you know what day and what, what day of the month it is, but it is not a daily grind by any stretch. So if maybe we were put off by that aspect of the persona series, uh, you don't have to worry about that with this title. It is, uh, there are certainly segments where you're not doing any fighting, but uh, if you play for more than an hour, you're definitely going to be uh, doing some some dungeon crawling. Or in this case, you get to finally get to an open world uh, type experience to explore and go and do what you would like. But yeah, check that out if you're curious about it. I stream about every night, so if you want to check out the live stream, just head on over to YouTube or... Uh, if you want to send me a, a personal message, I'd be more than happy to... Well, I guess I could tell you guys. It's it's the last remaining is my PSN ID. If you want to add me, and uh, you'll see when I'm streaming and stuff and check it out. That'd be uh, cool as well. Thanks to uh, my buddies, uh, Chris and Dalton and Hans and anybody else that's who's, who's checked out the live stream in the in the past. We, we do appreciate that as well. So let's get to the few stories that we do have Uh this one actually dropped either last night or today. And for PlayStation owners, you've probably been asking, well, at least some of you have been asking for this, uh, pretty much since um, PlayStation Network started. 
maybe you created a name that you didn't like and uh, were able, never able to change that. Well, that has finally happened. And um, you can go to your settings, account management, information, profile, online ID, and you can enter an online ID of your choice or choose from suggestions if you uh, don't don't have one figured out. Then follow the on-screen prompts uh, to change that. You can also change that through your web browser if you would like to do that as well. Now, keep in mind, this only works on the web or on PS4. You are not going to be able to change your ID via PS3 or Vita. And so, after reading through kind of what all it entails, I, I've i always understood why they didn't want to do this feature, but now I really understand because there's, there's definitely a host of uh, what-ifs that uh, could go down. Now, your first time you change it, it's free. After that, if you want to change it again, it's 10 bucks. If you're a PlayStation Plus member, it's just $5 for each change thereafter. So, if you're thinking about changing, think long and hard because you just get one time uh, for free. Uh, your friends, um, you know, all the people you've made connections with, your online ID display will... Uh, Show next to your new ID for 30 days. Um, it'll make easier your friends to notice your ID change. And uh, they'll need to to notice that, hey, this guy I've been <laughs> friends with for years now has a different name. I'm guessing a lot of people may uh, maybe change it, so this won't be that unusual. Uh, there's no amount of, you can change as many times as you want if you're willing to, to pay it. You can go back to your old ID. Uh, go, reverting is free. Um Nobody's going to go get your old idea. It is still reserved for you. Um, the one thing I definitely noticed was now it may run into some problems with games published on or before April 1st of 2018. It seems like this is all they can pretty much guarantee that games will work with. There may be some, um, Issues, I say potential issues with uh, a small number of games. You may lose progress within your games, including save data, leaderboard data, and progress during trophies. Um, parts of your game applications may not function properly, both online and off. You could lose access to content, including paid DLC, because all this is tied into your PSN ID. So there is a. Uh, website that you can check the list of tested games that they know that this is going to be okay with but basically if you change your name you could have issues just keep that in mind uh, you know they're they're clearly saying that there could be issues and i guess that's probably why they were so hesitant to really roll us out but um feel free to do it just like anything else or there could be <laughs> some unintended uh consequences for you and I don't think I'm going to change mine. I've I've had it for long enough. I kind of like it. And that's it. Uh, there's no spaces in that, by the way. The last remaining. Uh, if you guys want to add me on PS4. Our next story, uh, just a quick blurb that uh, God Eater 3 is updating to version 1.3. Uh, you'll be getting some cool new uh, features with that. Uh, gamers for uh, Xbox One. And Switch, you can finally enjoy Final Fantasy X and X2 in HD. 
It is going to hit the shelves on April the 16th. There's a new trailer for it called Titus and Yuna. If you want to check that out. Of course, uh, this collection first launched, believe it or not, back in PS uh, on PS3 and Vita in December of 2013. So six years, almost, you know, five and a half years later, coming to Switch and um, Xbox One. PS4 got it in May 2015, PC in May 2016. Um, and I own, <laughs> I own all those, ver- uh, not the, um, I own the PS3, I own the Vita version, I own the PS4 version, and I may actually pick up the Switch version. I think that's a really great title for that system. It's a, you know, a great one to play on the go, and it looks really, really nice on that small screen. In particular... So if you haven't already, and uh, definitely want to check out, in particular, Final Fantasy X, the, uh, I mean, there's no doubt that that was one of their maybe last great Final Fantasies. We may talk about that a bit, a bit later too. Um, Octopath Traveler was recently rated for PC in Korea. So it certainly sounds like uh, PC is going to be getting a port of the original Octopath Traveler. It was originally, of course, released for the Switch worldwide July 2018. We recently um, got a word of a smartphone prequel called Octopath Traveler Champions of the Continent. That one's currently in development. So if you've been kind of waiting out on this one... You're going to be able to get on PC here sometime soon. They don't rate these things unless it's going to happen. There's no timetable as to when they might happen. Perhaps later on uh, this year. That's, that's certainly a game that I, I want to play. And I'm kind of just kind of hoping it might come down in price. May catch it on sale sometime. And uh, fire it up for the Switch. But uh, if you've been waiting, looks like you just have to wait a little bit longer. And it will come to your... Uh, Come to your PC eventually. Uh, this is first uh, first kind of inclination of a new game. It is called uh, Project Eve. It is a single-player action RPG by a new Korean studio called Shift Up. Um, not a whole lot is known about it. It's being built as a semi-open action, uh, action game inspired by Nier. Anamata and God of War. Those are some pretty uh, high bars to to go up to. The game's story revolves around humanity fighting to reclaim Earth from an alien invader. Project Eve is being developed for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and no date has been given as of yet. The graphics on this thing are um, are stunning, to say the least. It's, uh, it definitely looks like a uh, next-gen uh, of course, these are kind of uh, just images, but they look really cool. And uh, this is one I want to keep an eye on. Um, well, we'll just have to wait and, and see about that one. I mentioned that Final Fantasy X-10-2 coming out on the 16th. Don't forget the Switch is getting Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen on April the 23rd. Zodiac Age, Final Fantasy twelve will drop on April 30th for Xbox One and Switch. And uh, that does it for April. Next big one I'm looking forward to 
Atle Lulula, uh, the sign of Arlen, on May the 21st. Um, right about that time for Legend of Healers Trails of Cold Steel 2 as well. I thought that was the 16th. I'll have to, have to check that, that one out. So one final um, story I want to kind of talk about. We haven't um, talked about it before, um, but we'll kind of go into it a little more detail. And that is uh, Hideo Baba leaving Studio Astoria and Square Enix officially. His current plans for the future are unknown. Uh, he left uh, Studio back at the end of December 2018, and he left Square Enix at the end of March 2019. Of course, Baba was most famously uh, worked on the the Tales of series back at uh, Bandai Namco. He left and joined Square in October of 2016, became president of uh, Studio Asatola in February 2017. They were working on that project, Prelude Rune, uh, confirmed back in September to be a PS4 title. Um, so they had an interesting, um, interesting statement. That's just uh, accompanying the change at uh, Studio Asatola's management policies. I've resigned as the company's president at, as of the end of. December 2018, and have resigned from Square Enix as of the end of March 2019. He said in press release, "Thank you again to Square Enix for giving me a variety of experience. I will continue to support everyone from behind the scenes, and sincerely hope for further growth from Square Enix growth. I want to thank you for giving me a variety of experience. That's about as uh, lukewarm and neutral a uh, <laughs> goodbye." I think as as one could possibly uh, give. <laughs> I mean, just you know, thanks for a paycheck. <laughs> I I don't know how else to how else to really put that one. It didn't sound good. Sound like maybe he kind of just got shown the door, but just didn't just didn't really seem to to work out too well for him. Um, there, I think it was one of those moves. Like I I don't know if I talked about it at the time. I think I did when he left, and um, the tales of series kind of got. We weren't sure what was going to happen with it. I think it's in good hands. Um, I think the Tales of Vesperia remake certainly, you know, was a great move for them. We will have to see the next Tales of of game, but it's kind of, you know, the passing of an Aaron a little bit with not knowing what he's going to do in the future. Doesn't look like, I doubt he goes back to Bandai Namco, and I don't think... Anybody really wants that, but we'll have to wait and see what goes on for the future. So that's all the news that we really had to talk about. Um, the recent re-releases of all the 
Final Fantasies and all the upcoming ones coming out for the Switch here soon. Uh, the remake of 7, Tales of Vesperia uh, remastered, has kind of gotten my uh, my brain thinking about just kind of these remakes and, and remasters in general and kind of been going back in my mind like, okay, we've gotten all these HD remakes. I mean, we, we they started flooding in on the PS3 and uh, they have continued and kind of evolved. So I want to just talk about that for just a minute. I'm not sure how you guys feel about it in general. I'm in favor of this and, but I want to kind of talk about where we need to go from, from here on with, with these things. If, if anybody cares, I don't know, but give us something to, to kind of chat about since we're a little light this week. Um, Obviously, I loved Tales of Vesperia. I was probably one of the few people that didn't get to play it, you know, as a Tales of fan, but not getting to play it the first time it came around. It was just absolutely perfect that they came back out with this title, made it look perfect, but didn't change the game. Like, just add all the DLC to it, um, make it make it in its you know top form, and re-release it. Same thing with uh, Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, and then upcoming part two. Just give us a DLC, add the voices to it, you know, put a turbo mode in there so I can run around and, and do things even quicker. But don't change anything about what made that game great to begin with. Um, point in case in my mind, and I didn't actually play it, was what they did with Secret of Mana. So maybe my opinion is a little mute because I didn't play it, but they changed enough about it to make me not want to play it. And then all the negative press about it. So in my mind, that's kind of what you don't need to do if you're going to re, you know, that's a remake in my mind. Uh, a remaster is is purely just put a fresh coat of paint on it, make it look all spiffy, um, and then bring it back out for people who either were too young to play it the first time when they came out or want to play it again. So in my mind, again, we'll have to wait and see what they do with Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's not the game I'm looking forward to. They, they look like they've changed it way too much. I don't think they're going as far over the top as they did with 15. But unless something has changed again, it looks like an action game. And that's not what I want. I want you to take the game that came out in 1997 and make it using today's hardware. That doesn't mean changing anything. Yeah, if something was broken, you should probably change it. Uh, look at the Zodiac Age. We got the Defended version of that game. It's a better game, but it's still the same game. <laughs> Make it an absolutely beautiful experience that we couldn't experience back then. We still had to use our imagination a little bit. You know, we wanted to see Cloud and Barrett 
not in blocky form. <laughs> we want to see them fleshed out and look as good as they did in Advent Children. But make it a game, right? So I think that's what they need to do. Now, here's where I'm going to draw kind of the generational line at. From PS1 to PS2, that's the break, okay? So if your game came out, PS2, GameCube, Xbox, I'm gonna say, I was going to say Xbox One, but <laughs> the original Xbox, that generation onward, you can make those games into HD beautiful games. We've seen it with Final Fantasy X. We've seen it with a bunch of games. I mean, look at the Jack and Daxter series, Ratchet and Clank. There's a ton of PS2 games that have had HD remasters. And and look phenomenal. I mean, even look at a game like The Last of Us, from PS3 to PS4, that took a huge leap and made it look just really, really nice. But then you've got, from PS1 back... These games cannot be HD remastered in my mind. They need to be kind of built from the ground up, but made new again. And I that's the games I'm looking forward to. I, I think we've had our feel. There's a few of them, and we'll go through the list here of these PS2 generation ons that need, in my mind, need a HD remaster, a collection. Uh, so to speak. But what I want to really see, and I think this is the perfect job for, like, you know, at Square Enix, these younger kids trying to make their break. Well, why not put a team of 10 hungry young developers, fresh out of school, who probably grew up playing, uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII, and say, okay, take the game that you love, Use this technology today and make that game again. Show us what you can do. Would we not love that? Is that not what we want? I know it's what I want. Um, and it gives these kids who are, you know, probably just getting coffee or doing some, some drudge work for, for some senior <laughs> developer, producer. Give them some wings and give something to build their resume with, give them some experience and and build something that would probably not cost a ton of money to do, but I think would sell extremely well and give the fans what they want. It wouldn't appear as a cash grab because you're making a, a new game in essence, but you know, just think about let's think about some PS one games uh in particular. Just off the top of my we're just talking about JRPGs, you know. We could open Pandora's box and make every great <laughs> a game from these past generations. But just the ones you know I think about. What if you got Sukun in one and Sukun in two? Okay. One, I think you it was a very good game. Obviously two is perhaps the pinnacle of the series. But okay, so let's say Sukunin 2. Remade. <laughs> same battle system, same story, same world, but looks like a beautiful PS4 game. You tell me you wouldn't just play 
play it to death, you'd finally be able to re-experience that story, that phenomenal story, but have it in a beautiful presentation. I would jump all over that in a heartbeat. The early Grandia games, one and two. Uh, let's throw, let's throw that in there. Now I know those really came out on PS2 and Dreamcast, but especially like the first one, I think it pretty much looked like a, <laughs> a PS1 game. So they weren't much more than that. Let's put it that way. I think those are prime, prime games. Um, we talked about Secret of Mana. Let's do it that way. And not change things like that. I think Super Nintendo is a huge, huge open story for something like that. Can you imagine like Super Mario RPG? If Nintendo finally got a hold of that one and uh, remade it and made it look like uh, Mario vs. Rabbids, something like that. I mean, how great would that be? Uh, a game I would love to play again, the original Parasite Eve. I mean, uh, a survival horror type Japanese RPG. It was such a novel concept back then. It looked great on PS1. Reimagine that with today's graphics. Again, don't change anything. That's, I think, where we're misstepping on things. We're changing things. We're revising history. That's That's just... Let's look back at it as if they were creating a game today, but made that game today. Not trying to make it better in terms of, oh, well, we really don't, uh, we don't do things that way anymore. Or, you know, people wouldn't talk like that. Or <laughs> That's part of what made the game so great. Don't change it. Just recreate it. Look at what they did with Resident Evil 2. Another game on my huge list of, of games to play. They added a few little things to it, but they didn't change anything. They had the formula with Resident Evil 4. And they went back and made it gorgeous. And made it scary again. And made you want to play it all over again, even though you've probably played it several times. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Um, uh, you know, a, a game like Legend of the Gaia which got a god-awful sequel, and then it killed the franchise. <laughs> I mean, what a great battle system that was. Can you imagine that one today? I, I mean, are we going to, you know, go back Chrono Trigger? Why not? Final Fantasy VI. There's rumors of that Final Fantasy VI uh, remake in the works. And I'm scared to death they're going to butcher, you know, between that and Chrono Trigger, my favorite games of all time. But it could be also be done perfectly well if they just keep it and make it pretty. So let's turn on to the flip side. There are a few uh, PS2 era games that I've not seen rumors of or anything that I think would make great just remasters. Give it the Final Fantasy X treatment. Um, what if we got the Xenosaga, uh, three games? Remember that was supposed to be six and they, they cut down to three. I mean, how pretty would that be? Those were really pretty looking PS2 games to begin with. Now I know Nintendo probably owns that now. 
but why couldn't they go back and do it and say, okay, we own it. Here's your switch. Xenosaga, uh, trilogy. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. I love those games. Even part two. Oh, no, don't, let me forget. Xenogears would make also a perfect, uh, remake. But I guess, I guess Nintendo has that one as well. Um, I'm a big fan of the Dark Cloud series. I thought those games were really well done. If I can't get a third entry in that, which I still think they should do, I think Sony was could really could really knock it out of the park with a third one of that. Imagine if we got you know part one and part two HD remaster. And these don't have to be physical releases either. Cut down on your costs and make these digital only. I'll I'll be okay with that. And I'm Mister Physical Copy on games. Um, along the same lines, level five, Rogue Galaxy. That's a game that demands a sequel. We'll probably never get it. But how about an HD remaster? Now we got it. I guess we got that. Yeah, I, we got that. Okay. Uh, forgive me. So just give me a sequel to that one. <laughs> Definitely give me a sequel. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Shadow Hearts series. I think, uh, I think that's a, a genre in general that needs to be brought back. But why not an HD trilogy of that? Make those make those games just shine, and bring them back. And I mean, the list goes on and on. One of the key ones that I think um, fans have been screaming for a sequel of forever would be uh, Skies of Arcadia. Such a unique game, beloved. Why not bring in at the very least an HD remaster of that back out? Clean it up, get rig those jaggies, bring back our our giant airship fights. Um, we talked about Sukunim one and two. Why not have the uh, PS2 trilogy of three, four, and five? Bring those back out. So, I. I you know, I think a lot of people would say that they're tired of all these ones and want to give us new games, but we can have it both ways. And I think when you're talking about games with great stories, great characters, those are the games that need to come back and be uh, HD remastered because those stand the test of time. You clean up the graphics a little bit, and you're going to have games that I think would sell very, very well. There's... Um, there's, I'm sure there's more that I haven't uh, just thought of off the top of my head or that have already been done. But uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, head over to the Facebook page, JRPG Report, and uh, let me know your thoughts about this topic or, or remakes and remasters in general. We can talk about it some more uh, next time. What's, what's a series or a game that you feel needs this, uh, this revision and uh, do you agree with me? Do you think that we, we should be doing this anyway? I'm kind of surprised that it, that it hasn't. So maybe maybe it can finally happen. Uh, don't forget to check out the YouTube page. I'm probably going to make a specific video about this very idea. Maybe break it down into two with, with the two generations that I talked about. And uh, dig a little bit and make sure I didn't miss any titles. You know, Maybe keep it at like 10 or something like that. Uh, we, we'll probably be doing that here fairly soon once i get some free time 
But uh, check out our live streams over there, our past videos, and make sure to subscribe and uh, leave some comments. Do all those fun things. But that's going to wrap it up for episode 56. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Uh, We will be back maybe next week. We'll have to see. We'll, uh, maybe I'll give you guys a short, a short podcast again next week. I'm trying to do it every week for you guys. We'll see what we can do. But until then, get back out there and level up. <laughs>